Today's case will be about the issue of moral obligation. And just as a review, the issue of moral obligation comes up when someone promises to pay someone for a benefit given to them in the past. So for example, if I had painted your house without any sort of contract, and then a month later you came back and you promised to pay me uh, $5,000 for providing that service, then the issue of moral obligation would arise. In general, courts will not enforce these type of after-the-fact promises. The narrow exceptions to this rule are cases where a promise was made after the statute of limitations has expired, when a contract was previously invalid has since become valid, or when someone promised to pay back a debt that was previously discharged. Okay, let's go into today's case. Today's case is Mills versus Wyman, and it took place in the Supreme Court of Massachusetts in 1825. And the purpose of this case is to see the difference between a legal obligation in contracts and a moral obligation. So let's go into the facts. First, we have Mills, and I'm going to call him the Good Samaritan, and we'll find out why in a second. And then we have Wyman, who's the dad. So Levi Wyman, who is the son of the dad, had just returned from a trip at sea and got really sick while he was staying in Hartford, Connecticut. And at the time, he was 25 years old. Um, the Good Samaritan, Mills, ended up taking in this Levi Wyman and took care of him while he was sick. And so that's why we call him the Good Samaritan. And he took care of him for a few days and um, got him back to his family. When the dad found out about this, he was uh, super grateful to the Good Samaritan. And the dad wrote a letter to the Good Samaritan promising to pay him for all the expenses the Good Samaritan may have incurred while taking care of his son. So, but of course, the dad actually never follows through on his promise. And so the Good Samaritan sues the dad to try to get him to pay for those promised expenses. So based on the rules of obligation we've covered, uh, should the dad be on the hook to pay the Good Samaritan for those expenses? If you're in our pod talk group, go ahead and leave a comment and tell me what your ruling is. So let's talk about how the judge ruled. The judge said that there was no contract and no obligation for the dad to pay. So going back to our original rules about consideration, when the Good Samaritan gave uh, the dad gave help to the dad's son, uh, the dad, of course, he didn't offer any consideration to the Good Samaritan. And likewise, the Good Samaritan didn't offer any consideration to the dad when the dad promised to pay for the Good Samaritan's expenses. So there's no consideration going on here. And so seems to be no contract. Um, and I think this case is a pretty straightforward application of the rules of moral obligation. Even though the Good Samaritan gave a benefit to the dad and the dad promised to pay him for something in return after he had already received the benefit, that doesn't form a contract. Remember, the, co- the consideration has to happen that induces the other to take those actions. Um, and so there's no obligation for the dad to fulfill that promise. And, of course, this situation also doesn't fall in any, into any of the exceptions of moral obligation. So that's basically the entire case, uh, at least on a technical legal level. Um, and it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. And I, as from what I understand, this is a pretty classic case uh, in, um, that law schools go through, although I don't think I ever actually studied this case. But I really liked it. It was actually really... Uh, interesting case because the judge um, actually spends a lot of time talking about the difference between 
moral and legal obligations. And he, re- he mentions repeatedly how the dad has a moral obligation to keep his promise, and he really should do it. And he says he's kind of a slime ball for not actually paying the Good Samaritan for all those expenses he incurred. Um, but as a legal matter, the courts aren't going to force him to do that. And he makes this very strong distinction between moral and legal obligation. And the question I'm going to pose is, why, why is that? Why, if someone has a moral obligation to do something, why wouldn't we want to use our legal system to force that person to follow through on that obligation? So this is one of those comments that I'm going to, le- I'm going to definitely give my response to this, but I'm going to do it on Pod Talk. If, um, you know, we actually did have someone join our pod talk group, believe it or not, there's, uh, in addition to my little brother, someone else joined. So that was really cool. Um, if you haven't gotten the pod talk app, this may be a good spot to do it because I'm definitely going to be on here talking about this question and would really be interested in hearing your thoughts to this question about why don't, why may, why would we want to, or not want to use our legal system to force people to follow through on their moral obligations? Um, so again, if you're in our pod, if you in our podcast group or want to jump in there, go ahead, leave a comment here and tell me what uh, what your thoughts are. So that's all for today's case. Um, talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.